You are listening to the 90 Days Later podcast with Anna Charles, episode 112. Welcome to the 90 Days Later podcast, where I show you how life with less alcohol is more fun than you think. I work with high achievers who struggle to drink a glass of wine without it turning into two bottles. I'm the one they call when they want to take it or leave it. So if you want to change your relationship with alcohol that doesn't involve counting days sober, you're in the right place. Hi all and welcome back to the podcast. Very happy to be here. All right, I'm not going to start this week talking about angel numbers or any of that kind of woo-woo stuff. Today it's going to be short and sweet. We're going to be talking about setbacks and why setbacks are a good thing. What? You might be saying, no, that cannot be. I hate it when I go against myself. I hate it when I don't drink what I planned. I hate it when I see myself letting myself down again and again and again. But fear not, dear friend. Even if you are currently listening to this podcast feeling highly skeptical, I'm going to give you eight reasons why I think setbacks are a good thing. All right, the first is simply that setbacks are in many ways the most important time for you when you are changing your relationship with alcohol. But actually not in that moment, not as the setback is happening, but in the what you do next. That is everything. Yes, you might go into, I can't believe I did it again. Why am I so stupid? Why will I never learn? Right, All the recriminations, what is wrong with me? But truly, truly, the moments right after an overdrink are the worst, right? You get that physical ickiness, you get the regret, the shame, the disappointment, and the frustration. It's the worst time, but it's also the most important. How you talk to yourself is going to change your day. So when you wake up after the night before, you have a decision to make right then. How are you going to talk to yourself in that moment? How are you going to talk to yourself throughout the day? Think about that. It's a choice you have. The second reason why I think setbacks are a great thing is it shows us what we're made of. Now, yes, you might throw your arms up in the air and say, why me? Why me? Or are you going to get to work? Truth be told, I do a bit of both. I don't do this anymore with drinking. But certainly I do with other areas of my life. In fact, interesting mini story. About a week ago, I was going through a really stressful time. I don't know if I've mentioned this on last week's podcast, but I actually had the thought, this is the time when I would have wanted a drink. Now, I, you know, I didn't, didn't go to it. I didn't have the drink, but I saw the thought was there lurking, right? Wine would make this better. Now, I, I, I knew it was a lie, I called myself out on it, but I just want to tell you that I haven't really been drinking for years now. It still happens, but it's what we make it mean that's important. Right, so what are you going to, when you have this setback, what are you made of? What I would suggest, lick your wounds, pick yourself up and just keep going. Thirdly, It's an opportunity to learn. And yes, I have said this before ad nauseum on the podcast because it is so important. But I want you to get really, really specific. Challenge yourself to find something new about what you've learned. 
Otherwise, if we just trot out the same old reasons time and again, we know we stop seeing it, wood for the trees type thing. So try to find something new. No, completely different. Go back over the night before. See the progression of your thoughts. See what created the result. See that it was you who created your result. Ask yourself things like, if I had been able to sit with that third urge for just a little longer, what would have happened? And then dig into that third urge. Right? What would you want to try next time? You've got a third or a fourth urge. Setbacks, fourthly, remind you that you are human. You are not a robot. And yes, it's good to be reminded of our humanness sometimes. Five, similar to above. And this one is for all you perfectionists out there. Setbacks show us that life keeps going whether we strive for perfection or not. Right? We can make something 100% perfect and something might still go awry. Right? We know that happens in life. You might plan a party and then there's a train strike. I had a friend once, she was gonna, she had this whole plan to be induced for the birth of her child and the baby came early. <laughs> They'd made all these plans and, you know, right? Life just happens. So stuff happens, but stuff is always going to happen. So the more experience you have of stuff happening, but not giving up on yourself and not seeking solace and comfort and all the rest of it that you used to in alcohol, the better. So every opportunity of a setback is an opportunity to do something differently. Six, setbacks I have found invariably come at the point of biggest change in my life. You know, when I'm on the verge of, a, of another change. If you are willing to see the lessons, right? Because we can use the setbacks to propel us forward. In fact, just before Christmas, I finished reading Arnold Schwarzenegger's uh, Be Useful book. Extremely, extremely good. In fact, we had all of us in our family, we uh, all bought a copy. We sent a copy to our sons. And over Christmas, we had a, a Christmas book club when we sat and discussed Arnold's book because he talks about so many good things about how to go after your vision and your dreams and how to deal very specifically with setbacks, right? And how he used setbacks and what was happening around him as impetus for moving closer to his vision. It's a really great read. And no, I don't get anything for that plug. Number seven, remember that you get to choose how you view a setback. Maybe you don't want to call it a setback, right? That's another thing. You could just call it a, a learning or just something to be aware of. It's totally up to you. You could say it's a disaster or you could say it's a learning opportunity or you could say it's just what you don't need. Or it's, oh, there's, there's, a, there's something in there for me. It's trying to tell me something. I'm trying to learn something about myself. What is it? Now, this is the brilliant thing about having a brain. We don't need anyone else's opinion on how we choose to think or how we choose to refer to these things. And you don't need to admit this to anyone. You can just decide. Finally, number eight. Equally important as the first one, when there's a setback, it's an opportunity to have your own back, right? To see that you can trust yourself to be there for you, that you're willing to guide it again instead of saying put, which will just keep you more stuck and have you anticipating more setbacks. So those were the eight things for today's short and sweet episode. But above all else, remember... Yes, at times your drinking is going to feel illogical. I get this with a lot of clients. We talk about 
I know logically what I want to do. So no wonder when we're faced with years of broken promises, we end up at the explanation that we're just not to be trusted around certain things, right? In certain situations, you just can't put me with that group of people. Can't put me around the shabli, right? We can't, I just, just can't do this. I just can't be trusted because, and why? Because we're whispering to ourselves, there's no telling what you're going to do, Anna. You go and you know that your friend is going to have that lovely bottle of white wine. There's no telling what you're going to do. If this is you, I want you to ask yourself, is trust in yourself only possible if you never, ever again make a mistake? Right? Because that's how we act around the booze. We can't make a mistake or we can't trust ourselves. And yet, you know, we make mistakes all the way through life and we don't have the same gloom and doom assessment of ourselves. But if you think you can only be trusted if you never make a mistake, you are setting yourself up for a lifetime of disappointment, doubt and negativity. Because it means that even if you do stop drinking or reduce your drinking or reach your goal, you're still going to be doubting yourself you kind of keep waiting for it all to go wrong. I hear that so much. Yes, things are going really well. Mm. When is this all going to come crashing down? So we start anticipating and then creating setbacks to prove that we can't be trusted. But we don't need to do that, my friend, because setbacks and situations and difficult times, they are going to come. Things are going to happen. Unexpected, terrible stuff is going to happen. But when you trust yourself that you won't give up on yourself, you keep going and keep forging a path forward. So I will end this by saying, look at your setbacks and be grateful for them. That they are trying to teach you something. Or if you cannot be grateful, which I understand might be a bit of a push, just be grateful that you're willing to look back at what happened and to see what the lessons are. And to know that you have a choice in the immediate aftermath of a setback. What do you want to do now? Do you want to feel worse about it and go on and complain into victim mode? Or do you want to pick yourself up, dust yourself off and keep going? The choice is yours. That's it for today. I will see you next week.